shower And we only deal with the real It feels so surreal Having a show featuring ordinary people Doing extraordinary things Within the community Like raising funds for charity Fighting for diversity Inclusion Dispelling myths and illusions Raising health awareness Tremendous conscious athletes Marathoners and triathletes Making a difference Combating ignorance mm. Behind the wheel you know the deal yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up? How you doing? Okay. All right. Now I hear you, man. Now I hear you. Okay. How's it going? You all set? Yeah, I'm all good. Feeling good. Just got a uh, just clean the kitchen. Had a little breakfast. Feeling good. Clean. Okay. Well, that's that's cleaning up is a good thing, man. All no. right. Are you a, were you a coffee drinker or no? Uh, I drink tea, yerba mate. Tea. Okay. Yerba what? Yerba mate. It's uh, it's from Argentina. I found mm-hmm. out about it from Tim Ferriss. It's got a lot of caffeine in it. Uh, mm-hmm. The reason I the reason I like it is because unlike coffee, which gives you that rush, the caffeine takes a lot longer to sink in, so you feel better for longer. Okay. All right. Um. So so let's get started. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host Derek Babyox, Baby O D Rock D Livingstone. And today we've got a very special guest. He is a senior at Columbia University, originally from Ann Arbor, Michigan, now residing in New York City, where he's the artistic director of Raw Elements. This gentleman hit me up on IG and I was like, can you do me a favor? He sent a voice message, which I found fascinating in and of itself. Can you record a clip and then tell me just a little bit about something positive that happened. Yeah, I want to use it for a segment on my podcast, which he's the host of. Give it up for my man, Mr. Robert J. Boyle. What's up, man? What's up, y'all? I appreciate the introduction. That was amazing. Yeah, man. I've worked on it all afternoon. Getting cooked here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting cooked here behind the wheel, man. Oh, so I'm excited to have you on, on uh, on the show. You know, we have this little uh, routine that we do um, from time to time. It's kind of sketchy every now and then. Not the routine is sketchy or, you know, questionable. But uh, I got to know, man, are you a five bucks man or are you a D&D man? Uh, I'm a D&D man for sure. A lot of my family lives over here on the East Coast. Uh, a lot of them in the Boston area. So Dunkin' Donuts is a... Uh is special to me <laughs> oh okay do, do you do you drink coffee or are you or, or what no so i don't drink coffee i drink tea okay so you you get a, an extended rush yeah yeah and it's just <laughs> it's just good for when you're working for like a four to six hour period instead of just having that rush in the beginning and then kind of feeling like Ugh, it's nice to just kind of be like mellow and focused the whole time mm, i got you and how did you how did you come about that man uh, Tim Ferriss. So honestly, before I ever started a podcast, I was listening to the Tim Ferriss show probably for the past four years. And he's, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's kind of like a human guinea pig. He'll try, try anything. <laughs> yeah, He'll try anything. And so basically in one of his books or on one of the podcasts, I'm not sure he was like, Yerba Mate, you should try it out. And uh, I haven't looked back since. Okay. So you've been listening to him for four years to Tim mm-hmm. and then suddenly you started your uh your podcast yeah so i was listening to the tim ferris show for a very long time but then i got introduced to gary vaynerchuk through an interview that he did on the breakfast club and he's the one that inspired me to start my own podcast 
and it's funny. I've actually since um, being introduced to Gary Vaynerchuk's content completely stopped listening to Tim Ferriss. I've episode <laughs> in a long time. Um, yeah. Oh man, don't take it personal, Tim. I mean, I don't think Tim is going to be tuning in. Tim, Tim, Tim is going to be okay. He's going to be all right, right? He'll, he'll get over it. But yo, that is interesting because so for four years of consuming one person's content, um, mm. decided I'm not going to take any action. Well, I didn't see the need to it. And then just on a whim, checking out Gary V on Power 1051. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to give this, um, this podcasting thing a swirl. Yeah, I don't know. I, it wasn't exactly that quick. Like, it took me a long time to figure out that I wanted to do the podcast. Um, the thing about Gary's content, you know, dissimilar to what Tim does, is he's very in-your-face about it. You know, he's very action-oriented. And after about two months of listening to his content, I was just kind of like, fuck, man, I can't just keep listening and not do anything. So uh -huh. I got to start, gotta start doing stuff. And so the podcast was the first really thing I started doing after getting into Gary's content. So what is the name of it? I mean, because you have you have a couple of different shows yeah. uh, un under the umbrella of the Robert J. Boyle show. Yeah, so the Robert John Boyle show is the brand, John. right? The mm -hmm. brand can, it can exist across multiple platforms, podcast, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, what have you. Um, the podcast itself, though, um, also called the Robert John Boyle show, but I have a day of the I have an episode for every day of the week. So on Monday, uh, it's called Raw. I talk about my dance team. On Tuesday, Shit Gary Says. I talk about Gary Vaynerchuk and the things I'm learning. Wednesday is Make Positivity Louder. That's obviously the show that you were on. Thursday is Voice, where I talk about um, all things Alexa and voice apps and whatnot. And Friday is the newest segment. It's called Fade, where I have emerging music artists come on and just talk about one of their singles. One of their singles. Okay, so they get the plug. Do you play the music or they just... Um, they yeah, just... so, it's, so the, the, it starts out with like a 60-second, uh, like the first 60 seconds of the song. Then I'll mm -hmm. introduce them. Then they'll, uh, they record a voice memo and then I'll just put the voice memo in and then it ends with their song. So it's completely just like, I have to do like very little work. They submit the voice memo <laughs> and I just hook everything up, you know? I have to do very little work. Yo, is that your friend that said, yo, I, I, um, I got my my crew to start leaving voice messages because I'm, I'm too lazy to text, man. Yeah, so man. everyone is. <laughs> so is that, was that you or was that your boy telling you, yeah, this is what we're doing. We're going to have, we're going to start doing voice messages instead of uh, texting. So it's, it's funny. Like sometime during the last summer, I realized that voice and by, by voice, I mean, Alexa, Google, Bixby, Siri was going to be a big deal. And so I started talking to Siri a lot more and I started leaving voice messages. And the reason voice messages are better than texting and calling is because one, you can say everything you need to say. Like no one likes writing a long text message. It takes a long time. And people can answer on their own time. Unlike with a phone call where you have to be listening and paying attention to the person. Yeah. So for me, I've been trying to get everyone in my life to do voice messages, but no one will do it because people are slow and like, you know, people just want to do what they want to do. Um, but I still do it. So like when my mom sends me a text, I'll send her a voice message. And how does and she respond? How, she how does she respond to, to that? She'll, she'll respond with text. She'll listen mm -hmm. to it and respond with text. You know, over these things, are just a matter of time. I think everyone will start voice messaging eventually. Did people think you were weird in an environment? Did, did, Say that again? did people think you were weird when you were doing it at first? A hundred percent. People still think. <laughs> yeah. How does Siri respond when you talk to her? 
not well. Siri's probably the worst voice assistant out of the top four. Um, so I, I, I interact with like Alexa and Google Assistant mostly, um, but I do use Siri to set reminders, but Siri's not very good. Okay. So one of the, before we go too, too far along, I wanted to read this thing that you, uh, that you wrote. Okay. You know, you said, when I first started my uh, flash briefing, every day for a month, I recorded a summary for that day's long form podcast episode, and then asked my listeners to go and check out the episode. I thought of the flash briefing as a distribution channel for my podcast. I was doing a press release wrong. This is selfish behavior. I was using the medium of, of flash briefing to get something from my listeners, more downloads from my podcast. I was thinking about it the wrong way. What was in it for me and not for them? And that, that kind of jumped out at me. And that's part of the reason kind of attracted me to you is, is, is your authenticity and, you know, just, just willingness to be vulnerable and putting in work. So speak to, to, to why your, your fascination with voice and what led to you being this individual that you are in terms of upbeat and positive, et cetera. Yeah, I, I appreciate you checking out the LinkedIn article. That's awesome. Um, so maybe I'll start with some of the groundwork where the upbeatness and the positivity comes from, and I'll, I'll loop back to voice. Um, you know, I don't know. I think it's a mixture of DNA and upbringing. Uh, I had a very positive grandmother who I spent a lot of time with because my parents worked um, most of the time. Um, and I also had a very positive mother who kind of got that from her mother and instilled that in me. And then I also think, you know, I was just a very calm child. Um, for me, I think I've always been in a good mindset, um, in a good place mentally. So that's made it very easy for me to really just execute and do things. And I had parents that allowed me to, you know, gave me the resources and also just gave me the self-esteem to be like, hey, if you want to try new things, go ahead and do it. And so for me, once I figured out that voice was going to be a big deal, the, I mean, the next step is like you have to start doing things. You, you don't just talk about it. You don't just think about it. Nothing happens unless you start doing things. And so, um, you know, my first foray into voice was just starting an Alexa flash briefing because it's very similar to podcasts. For those of your listeners who don't know what it is, every single morning, if you have an Alexa device, you can say, hey, Alexa, start my day. And then it'll give you the weather and then it'll give you any news that you add to your flash briefing. So, for instance, CNN, CNBC, Fox, like whatever you listen to. But it also allows independent content creators to get into that feed. And so if you listen to, like, for instance, my own flash briefing, I'll be talking about whatever. But it can come in between CNN and The Wall Street Journal, which is, I think, really cool and why I'm really interested in it. So why and did then, you jump you know, into it like like now? What What made you gravitate towards voice now i mean like what why because because it's early and it's really it's always good to be in early because then you can make mistakes and and be best when everyone realizes that it's the thing um so for me being in college you know i just have a, a, a good amount of time like i was very smart about the way i went about college like my senior year i have way less classes than i took the previous three years so i just have a lot of time to focus on things that i'm passionate about and for me you know, there are 45 million people in America with an Alexa Echo Dot in their home. Um, that number is going to continuously rise over the next two years mm -hmm. to the point where I think 2021, 2022, easily every single person is going to have a device in their home. And by that time, I want to be really good at voice because that's going to be where I build my career for the next, you know, 10, 20 years. So you're using Instagram as, as a platform to, to develop your brand. Yes. 
Yes, because Instagram has the attention of the entire world right now. I mean, like 35% of all Americans are on Instagram. Um, and, you know, Instagram, you know, Instagram will eventually, I think, be disrupted by things like voice. But Instagram is absolutely the thing right now. And for me, you know, with Make Positivity Louder, I'm really trying to build the brand on Instagram. But it's going to live on voice, you know, instead of people watching selfie videos of people talking about something good that happened during their day, they're going to be listening to it. They're going to say, hey, open, make positivity louder, and they're going to hear those sounds. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going hard on social media right now, but I know that voice is the future. Yeah, because I, 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 you were playing soccer at one point, playing basketball, you know, just, and then there was this shift in your feed, and it's been like, your foot has been on the gas and hasn't let up off the accelerator yet. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate that. A lot of people are saying the same thing, especially a lot of the people I uh, go to college with kind of like, and I think that's, that's kind of just the way I am. Like, so how do they, how do they, how are they looking at it? So what are you, like, we're all like posting pics of our, our plates and yeah. lunch and, and street fights and, and you, and you, and you're doing this thing. This, 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 this positivity thing, man. Yeah. How do they, how do they, how do they, do you, um, how do, how do your friends respond to that? Or do you have friends that I, uh, I mean, how do they view you? They, they think it's dorky. Uh, I get made fun of it for, for a lot, you know, in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's fine because I know what I'm up to. Um, and to be quite honest with you, I think most of my friends who make fun of me for it, like secretly really admire the consistency and the hustle. Um, so I don't take what they say to my face too much for, you know, uh, on his face. Mm -hmm. um, um, and for me, you know, like the, the way people treat Instagram, we treat it as if it's like the the repository of our lives, you know, like we like the, the pictures we post are like our only friends and like this is what we do and this is what we're up to. And I'm just kind of I just decided one day that like, no, 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 I'm just going to build a page. And if you actually go to my Instagram, it's called the Robert John Boyle Show. And instead of having entrepreneur under my thing, I have publisher because I literally think of myself as like CNN or the New York Times. I'm a media publisher, not an individual with an Instagram page. And so for me, you know, obviously I put out a lot of my own content because I'm running the page. But what I'm trying to do is get as many people as possible to submit to the page so that I can publish and spread positivity. And I want to get it to the point where people actually think of me as CNN or the New York Times. And they're like, damn. I want to write instead of I want to write an op-ed to get in New York Times. I want to submit a video to get on Make Positivity Louder. And so it's very easy for me to, you know, not care about people thinking it's dorky because I know mm -hmm. what I'm up to. Yeah, you 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 definitely are getting people on board and and spreading a message. And hey, Rob, you know, you look at you 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 scroll. If you haven't gone to his feed, you should definitely head over to Rob's feed and and, and check it out. I came across. Um, someone similar doing something similar to what you're doing um but they, they they made a decision that they wanted to meet oh man like one person per day and it's the sim, sim similar but different i mean it's not a podcast they're not they're not voice it's just this individual that they're meeting and they're going out and they're touching base um and anything i think to turn up the volume on positive positivity is 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 a good thing so I'm all for that, which is part of uh, my 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 reason for having you on the on the air, man. Absolutely. You know. So what is uh, what is next for you? Uh, what's next is I'm uh, trying to find a job. Uh, I got a couple 
things like in play right now. Either I'm going to be staying in New York City, also thinking about moving to St. Louis. And uh, if neither of those things work out, probably just going to be moving back home. Um, but for me, uh, it, the goal is very simple. I want to have a job in the voice space. And then I want to spend uh, all my time after my nine to five building up the Robert John Boyle show during this golden era of social media. Um, you know, I just plan on spending the next decade working really hard to build up, you know, the foundation of what my life is going to be for the next, you know, 70 years. And so that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. So, you know, very, you know, next three months, I want to figure out where I'm going to be living, basically, is what's next. <laughs> OK. And when's the next show, man? The next show, so we have our uh, showcase uh, raucous in April. April eleventh uh, is a. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the big. This is the big thing. Like we do shows basically every other week. Uh, we perform as guests, but this is our showcase, so that's a big deal for us. Um, it's called Raucous Three Hundred and Sixty because the stage is actually a circle. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone's sitting on the ground or in chairs, but everyone's surrounding the circle. Uh, we do five sets. We have guests ourselves, and we've been working on this since literally September of 2018. So, um, yeah, this is the big one for us, and I'm super excited. I'm excited too, man. I don't know if I'll be going to the show. I didn't get a ticket. You know, you said your people <laughs> would contact my people and, and we'll schedule a salad. They haven't. They haven't. I don't know, what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. That's what they all say. But hey, <laughs> hey, Rob, man, real quick before you we, we, we head out. Tell our audience, because what you told me about um, not you're the director now of the, the uh, of Raw Elements, right? Yes. Yes. But you weren't always the director. No, not at all. So um, I played soccer my entire life until I got to college. And then I decided that I didn't like soccer anymore. And I decided to try some new things. Um, I started with basketball, but, you know, there really wasn't uh, unless you were going to be on the team, there wasn't anything serious enough for me to want to be involved. Um, were you like started. Gary's son? Like, like you're not going to dunk? I'm not going to uh, dunk no, I can, I can get, I can dunk with a tennis ball. I can't dunk dunk. Um, I like that. You know, that, that reference. I could, I could dunk with a tennis ball. It's really, okay. You know, you got a little bit of ups. Yeah, I got a little bit of ups. I'm definitely not a player. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I got into dance literally because I was sitting in class one day and this guy was like, Hey, I just went to Brooklyn to take this dance class the other day. And like, I think at the time I was just looking for stuff to do in the city. I'm like, let me go take a dance class. I went to Broadway Dance Center, like very famous dance studio in New York City. Mm -hmm. Took my first beginner hip hop class. This guy named Keenan Cooks was subbing for a guy named Jared Jenkins. And from that point on, I was just like, I like this. I want to do this. I don't know what it was. I think it was just the environment in the classroom. Honestly, it reminded me of sports. Um, the reason I like dance so much is because the intensity reminded me of sports. Um, but the thing about, you know, if you don't play in college, it's like, you, you know, if you play soccer or basketball, like people, it's not as serious. Like you can't get that intensity and that intensity was there in dance. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to get good at this. I spent basically all of freshman year. I would, I would train just learning through YouTube videos, tutorials, tried out for the team, raw elements. Um, the first time freshman year, second semester, didn't make it, had no chance of making it. Like I literally went there knowing I wasn't going to make it. Then I uh, trained all summer, came back the next semester, thought I was going to make it, did not make it. Um, and that one kind of hurt because at that point I had been dancing for like a year. Everyone knew I had been dancing for a year, but it was like, oh, he hasn't made the team twice. So I was kind of dealing with those kind of things like, um, you know, should I keep going? Like, is this embarrassing? Blah, 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 blah. 
Um, but I decided, you know, I'm going to give it one more shot. You know, third time's the charm. On the third time, I finally made it. I was super excited, finally a part of the team. And literally the next day, I was just like, go, like now I'm actually a part of the team. Now I need to level up, you know. I had no chance to, like, you know, revel in the celebratoriness of, like, making it. Like, literally the next day, we were training for our performance. Um, and literally from that point on, I've just been going hard and training, working myself up, making connections. To last semester, um, I decided to run for artistic director, and everyone voted for me because I think people. It was like a. It was a political. Did you did you have a stand like you know like you were you were you uh. You know, uh, out yeah, there so like, like a you, politician. Yeah, like you have to give a speech. You have to write like a little you know abstract about why you want to be the artistic director of the team. And uh, to be quite honest, I was the only person who ran um, because. You know, I don't, I'm not exactly sure why. I think a lot of people, it's a lot of work. No one else wanted to exactly do it. And, you know, I think a lot of people understood that, like, I was the right person for the job just because I, you know, I was one of the most dedicated people on the team, even though I wasn't the best dancer on the team. And was so, there any collusion? What do you mean? You know, collusion. Like, you know, was, it, was, was this a rigged election, man? Oh, not at all. Even though, <laughs> even, even though I was the only person who, who ran... Even though I was the only person who did ran, you, people Did you to. make them an offer they couldn't refuse? And they said, <laughs> you know, we're not, we don't want any problems, Robert. It was like, come on, you can just be AD. Like, don't worry about <laughs> it. Like, we don't need any, we don't need any of that. <laughs> oh, man, excellent. Rob, that's, I think that, that, that speaks to your, your tenaciousness, man, and just, you know, get it done attitude. Um, it's easy to say, yeah, like, you know, you stand on the sidelines. This didn't work out. All right, well, that's it. It's a wrap. Um, you know, let's go on to something else. But you, yeah. know, you stayed focused and said, this is what you want to do and saw it through. And and um, that that's to be commended, man. I appreciate you taking the time. I'm waiting for those tickets. Um, if I don't <laughs> get the tickets. Yeah, talk to yourself. If I don't get the tickets or a call with the tracking number, I'm not posting the episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having me on. This was a lot of fun. Yes, definitely, man. Been, right. been informative as well. Take it easy. All right. See you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye.